Settling is not an option for me. Everything I desire is already mine. What if you can have it all? Because every day is for the girls. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of For the Girls. I'm your host, Victoria Alario. And we are on our 20th episode on the 20th of December. We are in alignment, ladies. I love that. I love that. I realized when I was making my schedule and listing everything out, I realized episode 20 falls on December 20th. And I just think that's fabulous. And today we are talking about what we're leaving behind in 2021. We are going over five things at least for me, five things that I am starting, stopping, and continuing. And I just think that this is such a great method to really get aligned with what's been working for you, what's not working for you, what you want to keep doing, what you want to start doing. This is really good for us to get aware of ourselves and really call ourselves out on our bullshit Really, really, really become more conscious, conscious, conscience. I don't know. I feel like I don't know how I want to say that. Conscious or conscience. I think conscious, conscious. Anyway, looking to become really, really, really conscious of what we are bringing into 2022 And what is staying in 2021? But you have to get real with yourself. And you have to be honest. This can't just be like, I'm starting my diet in 2022. I'm starting my workout in 2022. Like this isn't that. This is about how we're going to lead our lives on a daily basis. This is about, like I said, that consciousness of how we're living. That's about a whole lot more than just some things that we say that we're going to do but don't really commit to so I feel that these things to start stop and continue are things that we can really really commit to and need to commit to not necessarily waiting until 2022 but even today like once we really bring it into our awareness we can start right now so I'm telling you guys mine, but if you guys can relate to me, then hopefully this gives you some inspo for yourselves. But regardless, definitely do this once you finish this podcast or even right now if you could take out a notebook and really make sure you guys are journaling this list of 15 things. Five things you're starting, five things you're stopping, and five things you're continuing. Definitely practice this as soon as you listen to this episode. So let's kick it off with things that we're starting. Some things are a little deeper and some things are a little bit more surface level, but they're, as I just reflected on myself and what I always say I need to do more of or what I think I need to do more of, that's how this list came to be. So first is reading more. And I already took the first step and I ordered a bunch of new books. I read two books this year and I fell in love. I felt emotions. I loved escaping reality. And I talked about this in one of my podcast episodes. I love reading fiction. There is just, it takes you to a place that nonfiction will not take you. And also, I don't really love to just read personal development books and like books about energy and manipulation and winning friends and making money and influencing people and 
all these different things about how to be more successful in business and how to make more money like that is not necessarily enjoyable for me that feels like work and I like those things I do my personal development for work of course but that feels like work not enjoyment And I feel as though we need to enjoy ourselves more and take ourselves to a different world every now and then. So I fell in love with reading. The two books I read this summer were, one was The Last Letter from Your Lover, which is amazing. The the movie on Netflix is what I saw first and I just... I watched that movie a million times and I cry every single time. So I love the movie of that. And the other book I read was, I think it's called like Ugly Love or something like that. I feel like the word ugly is in it. It's by Colleen Hoover. That book was so good. And they are actually, believe it or not, in the process of creating and producing the movie. So I hope that the movie is good. But I read that book this summer and they just reminded me of why I used to love reading so much. And of course, you know, as you get older and as you get busier, you just you don't really make time for it. But I really want to make time for it. So I did order a bunch of books. And as I read them, I will definitely talk about them on my podcast. Second is cooking more. I am notorious for spending hundreds of dollars a week on food. And that's got to stop. Today I went to Trader Joe's and I bought so much food to make countless meals and I spent a hundred dollars it was like 109 in a hundred dollars I was able to put together meals for two weeks and I I have to do that more I have to cook more so I did that today and I actually enjoy cooking and in the beginning of the pandemic I was of course at the height of that I was sharing meals and recipes and just cooking nonstop, and it was great but then you know life goes on and you're like oh I'm too busy let me just order sushi and I love sushi so of course I'm gonna order sushi but then I place my order and it's $47 for lunch and I gotta stop doing that and I don't even mean that in a way of of like not being able to afford it because sometimes you can afford something but that doesn't mean you have to do it just because you could afford it sure you can afford to buy sushi but is it necessary like that doesn't mean you have to do it right so you know I just I want to stop ordering so much food and going out so much I've been pretty good with the going out I pretty much only go out now to eat on the weekends but even during the week I would go for a walk to like an appointment or something somewhere I had to go and I always would stop to get food on the way why can't I just make the food that's sitting in my fridge at home I just don't understand that why do I go to the coffee shop and get tea when I have a trillion bags of tea at home what is the point like I just need to be more resourceful of my food and the things that I have at home and cook more and stop spending money just because I might have it on food and drinks and all this stuff when I go out um but I've been pretty good and I'm not saying I can't go to dinner at all but like at least just save it for once or twice a week not four or five times a week that's just ridiculous and it's not even just about the money it's not healthy either like that's not great so those are my two more like surface level things that I'm starting but third gets a little bit deeper I am letting go of my control issue I am a major control freak 
to a fault. Yes, I need to delegate more. I need to outsource more. I was talking about this podcast to a friend of mine who also has a podcast and she was saying how someone produces it. So that means that they edit all the episodes and they they do, you know, a lot of work. And I said, oh, yeah, I do my whole podcast myself. And she was like, what do you mean? Like, you don't you edit your episodes? I was like, yeah, I do. I spend days and days and days editing my episodes. She was like, Victoria, you cannot do that. I was like, I know I'm just I I don't like giving people my power. I don't like having first things first. I think the issue is that I always feel like I just do a better job than other people. And I feel like you guys will probably feel that same way about other things as well. Like no one's going to do it like me. So you probably feel the same way. No one's going to do your job like you. So for me, I'm like, no, it's not possible for anyone to do it as good as me. So I just have to do it myself. And that's not really true. There are people whose full-time job and career is to edit podcasts. So of course I can outsource. Of course I can hire someone. And of course I can get help so that it can alleviate days out of my week. I spend two, three days editing episodes, like hours out of my day. And I could be doing just so many other things with that time. And it's just, it's very time consuming. And it's not even just about the podcast. It's everything in my life. That was just one example. But I really, really, really am such a control freak. Like I never let anyone take the reins. And I always am a little envious of people who I feel like just have way more free time than me. Even though I am my own boss and I could literally have all the time freedom in the world if I hire and outsource accordingly. But instead, I have this thing of it's not worth it. No one's going to do my job better than me. And I find myself at the computer all day long like a hermit and, you know, not really necessarily enjoying all of my time because of this control issue. So it goes far beyond the podcast. It's just how I am in my life completely. I am definitely practicing letting go of my need to control. Fourth is showing more gratitude and appreciation for the present. This one hits hard because I am such a nostalgic person and I'm also simultaneously not someone who lives enough in the present. I spend so much of my days looking at old stuff. Like I'll look at my archives on Instagram and that's actually what I was just doing just now. I just put a group chat together with a bunch of girls that I we were doing a lot in 2018. And we were having a lot of fun in 2018 and you know I said to them like I'm so nostalgic like 2018 was just such a good year for us like you know we don't even talk to this one anymore or that one we don't even do this anymore like I just look back on how much time has gone and how great a time period was and I just realized that I didn't appreciate it at all and it makes me sad you know I'm 26 years old and I think about my childhood all the time but of course when you're children I don't think that you really understand that concept But I wish that I was mature enough by the time that I was a teenager to understand that concept. I wish I was mature enough in my early 20s to understand that concept because I feel like I didn't really understand that concept until now. It just hit me that like I'm sad a lot because of 
things that make me feel nostalgic and time that has passed and you know I I wish that I lived more in the present during those times I wish that I appreciated those times while I had them I wish that I had more gratitude for the moments that I knew I would that I didn't realize that I would never get back now I know you'll never get a moment back but I didn't really realize it at that time you just kind of take everything for granted And I think that we always say things like, oh, don't take anything for granted. But we still do. We really do take things for granted. Like we really do take moments for granted. You know, we meet friends, we go out, we go to lunch, we go to dinner, we have fun, we go to a party. And then we just go home and we're like, yada, yada, yada. And then a year passes, then you look back and you're like, that was so much fun. Like, I really wish that I valued that moment more. Or you lose a loved one or whatever happens. Like, I don't want to get too deep because... My sorry ass will start crying and we don't got time for that today. But I don't want to get too deep into death or anything like that. But like, it's just true. Like, you just never know. You look back. I look at old photos and videos and I'm like, I miss that person. Like, I can't believe they're gone. You know, you just don't really value or cherish a moment until it passes. At least that's how I feel. So I want to show more appreciation for the present And that kind of goes hand in hand with why I want to let go of my control more because I don't want to spend my days doing things all day long for work because I'm too afraid to give up my control when I could be spending my time with friends or just doing something I enjoy more, you know? I want to be able to spend my time with people and things that I enjoy more so I can really, really, really cherish the present and cherish the time that I can control Because I can't control the future and I can't go back and do anything about the past. It's come and it's gone and I can only control what I'm doing right now. So there's a lot more I could say on that but I really just don't want to get too deep because that's that's a whole other thing. (laughs) I'm such a girl. I am so damn nostalgic. I'm on Nylee TikTok. Yes, I am on Nylee TikTok. I literally see Nick Jonas and Miley videos all the time. I was so damn obsessed with Nick Jonas and Miley Cyrus. I kind of still am. I kind of still am. It's that nostalgia in me like that I wish I could go back in time. Like I don't understand how they're not in love with each other. What do you mean? Like June 11th, 2006 was the best day of my life because that's their anniversary. And I don't know. I just think that they should get back together. I just don't, I can't imagine how they're not madly in love with each other. Of course, they're probably like, bitch, because life goes on. And I'm like, life cannot go on. You must get back together. That's how like hung up on the past I am. That I literally watch Nick and Miley videos all the time. I actually was just reminded today that when Miley and Mandy made that video making fun of Demi and Selena, Kevin Jonas wore a Team Demi and Selena shirt. And I actually plotted for Kevin Jonas's death in that moment. I am a Miley and Mandy. I'm on team Miley and Mandy, even though my Mandy was a little weird, like 21, 22, hanging out with 14, 15 year old Miley Cyrus. But that's another story for another day. But regardless, whatever team Miley was on, I was on her team. So yeah, Kevin Jonas at that time could kick rocks because he was wearing the team um, Selena and Demi shirt. And I just was like, bro that is your brother's first love Miley how dare you but 
I don't know. Who knows? I just feel like I was meant to be part of their drama. And God placed me in the wrong place at that time. He just forgot. It's fine. He'll make it up to me at some point. So I need to really, really, really stop. I need to just cut it out. I really need to knock it off and just become more focused on the present. Anyway, the fifth thing that I am starting is expressing my thoughts and feelings more. I feel that this kind of aligns with the whole thing about embracing the present more. And it's that, yeah, you don't know when you'll get this moment again. So tell people how you feel. Share your thoughts. Express your appreciation. Tell people you love them. Be kinder. You know, help people more and just not even helping them in like the ways that that you might think, but help them more and ask people how they are. Just have genuine conversations with people. I feel like we don't even talk to our friends enough or our family enough. We don't even ask them enough like, how are you? What's going on? And just having conversations that might be about absolutely nothing. We talk to our friends when we more or less have something to talk about, something to share, but not enough of just how we are and just expressing our thoughts, feelings, emotions during this time period. And I want to express that more. I want to express my love and gratitude for people more and show that more by just talking and I, I think I get so wrapped up in work life and other things that I forget about the importance of our personal life. And it truly is so important because kind of like I just said with the present, you have no idea if and when this will be the last time you get to talk to somebody. So don't just rush through the conversation And say like, okay, what do you need to tell me? Or like, oh my God, I need to tell you something. Like really just enjoy your conversations with people. Tell people thank you. Tell people what they mean to you. And how that conversation made you feel. Maybe they helped you and you didn't even realize it. Just say like, you really helped me a lot. Your advice really helped. I just think people need to feel more love and show more love. And I know I could always use more love. And I know I could always give more love. You know, I tell my friends, oh my God, I love you so much. You're my sister. But I I mean, seriously, like I want to be loved more and I want to show love more. I want to give more love. So I really want to focus on starting to express that a lot. And it's kind of sad. You know, I think about how many times that I just kind of rushed my parents off the phone or rushed a friend off the phone or I'm so busy or I just rushed out of a conversation or I cut somebody off or I said, oh, I got to go. I'm, I'm busy. I'm working on something. You know, I just think of how many times that I didn't really appreciate a conversation or appreciate getting to talk to that person. Hmm. Interesting to think about, right? I want to stop doing that. I really want to stop doing that. So I'm going to, I'm well, I guess that would go on my stopping list, but I'm more or less focused on the starting. I'm going to start talking more, expressing more, and you guys get what I'm saying. But let's get on the stop list because I feel like that was a great segue because I kind of mentioned what I'm stopping. So let's get on to the stop list. All right, first, sleeping in late. I've been sleeping in late because I have been having really bad sleeps. I don't know if that makes sense. I've been having a really bad sleep schedule, and I wake up in the middle of the night every single night, every single night without fail. But I want to put more effort into having a better night's sleep 
so I can wake up early in the morning. I used to sleep at like 9.30, 10 o'clock, like a baby. And I would wake up at 6 o'clock in the morning, 7 o'clock in the morning, ready to seize the day. But now I really can't sleep at night. And I'm waking up at like 10, 10.30, 11. And that is insane. I mean, to even sleep past 9 a.m., that's insane. So... I want to really focus on taking my sleep drops because my company sells amazing sleep drops. But I'm not going to lie to you guys. I have PTSD from one time that I took a sleep like supplement drink and it gave me the worst sleep of my life. I had absolute night terrors, like the worst, 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 worst dreams ever. I I had like heart palpitations. I was having so much anxiety all night and woke up with anxiety. I couldn't sleep. I was waking up every hour and I even like broke into like fever sweats. I don't know what happened, but I was profusely sweating and I felt like I had a fever. Like I thought I was going to be sick, but I, I didn't end up getting sick. And that sleep was just so scared that it scarred me from ever trying to take anything for sleep. So I I don't take my sleep drops, but everybody in my company swears by them and says that they're amazing. So I think I'm going to give them a try. And I also want to sleep with um, an eye mask on because I think that that'll help me just like stay asleep. Like even if I go to open my eyes, I feel like it'll keep my eyes closed with an eye mask because the problem is I don't just wake up in the middle of the night and like keep my eyes closed and try to go back to sleep. When I wake up in the middle of the night, I open my eyes and like I look at my phone and I feel like once you open your eyes, you're fucked. You're like, that's it. I'm, a- I'm awake now. <laughs> so I need, to, I need to practice keeping my eyes closed even if my body wakes up in the middle of the night because I need to stop sleeping in late. I really need to stop doing that because it is ruining my day. Along with that, I need to stop staying indoors every single day uh this kind of will go into starting I need to start going outside every day but I I just I need to stop being such a hermit and being okay with it because that is so not cool I think it comes down to an anxiety thing or an isolation thing or a disassociation thing I don't know what the true meaning behind it is but I just stay in so every single day and there, if, there are plenty of times where I don't leave my house for days. Thank God that I moved back closer to home where I see my family every single weekend because at least every single weekend I leave my house at the very least even if I stay home all week because when I lived in Florida for three years with no friends and family around there were times where I would stay home for weeks at a time like not leave the house because I order my groceries on the on the apps I don't know what I was about to say on the phone I order groceries on the on the apps on the phone I work out in my building at that time if I even worked out I would only work out in my building where I lived and I ordered food too even if I wasn't ordering groceries I ordered food to my house so there were times when I would stay in my house for two weeks three weeks without ever leaving my apartment building because I didn't really have many friends or family around I had zero family I only had a couple friends 
So I need to stop staying indoors every day. But at least, thank God, I at least leave my house at the very least every weekend. On to number three. What else am I stopping that everybody needs to stop in 2022? Being friends or even maybe not friends, but even acquaintances associating with shady people. People who are undercover haters. People who make you feel uncomfortable. People who give you bad energy. Guess what? It might even be family members. I don't care who it is. Anyone who like you just get bad vibes from, bad energy from. Anyone that you feel judges you or has always has a comment to say about you. Always has something to say. Always has to disagree Always has to be the one to just say something. You know, my favorite thing when someone says something or someone's rude or someone disagrees and everyone's kind of in alignment except this one person. I always am like, always got to be one. Always got to be one person. Always got to be a party pooper. Like, I don't give a fuck. Now I'm going to make you feel uncomfortable because you're trying to make me and everybody else feel uncomfortable. And they're just like, no, no, no. But I don't care. I'm like, yeah, always got to be someone. Someone always has something to say, right? You know, like no more of those people who always have something to say. They always have to argue. They always have to disagree or they always have to kind of judge or they make a joke, quote, quote, joke. I'm doing air quotes, not that you could see, but that like Loki has truth behind it or that you know that they deep down feel. You're like, okay, tell me how you really feel. That underlying joke sounds like it has some heart behind it. You know what I mean? No no more people like that. If that's your energy, I can't fuck with you. If that's your energy, I will not talk to you. And I don't care if you walk in the room and I don't even say hello. I don't care if that makes you feel uncomfortable. It's not my job to make you feel comfortable because you've made me feel uncomfortable. I have no patience or time in my life for people that are rude. You want to be rude to me? Take it somewhere else because I'm just not going to participate. I'm just not going to answer you. And with that, it leads into my number four on what I'm stopping. And I am stopping arguing. Now that's hard for me because I'm a, I think I was honestly like born and destined to be a lawyer. I am someone who comes correct every time. And I'm not going to lie. I really only speak so heavily and and argue so heavily because I know I'm right about what I'm saying and you guys are probably gonna laugh and be like of course someone always thinks they're right but it's like no 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 because when I'm wrong I say it when I'm wrong I won't argue I know when I'm wrong there are so many times that I'm like oh fuck you're totally right you know I I totally admit when I'm wrong I totally own when I'm wrong and I hold myself accountable for when I'm wrong But some people, I think, are arguers just to argue even when they know that they're wrong. And they just keep going because they try to prove a point. But for me, no. Like, I'm just the type of person who is such a heavy believer in the principle. I'm like, no, it's the principle. It's the bigger picture. I always try to explain the bigger picture. I always try to explain the principle. You know when you're arguing with someone and maybe they tried to do something and it didn't work out. And then you, they tell you or you find out and you call them out. And they're like, yeah, but it didn't happen anyway. And you're just like, yeah, but it would have happened. Like if it would have happened, you would have done it. Maybe it didn't work out the way you wanted, but you were going to do it. So it doesn't matter that it didn't happen. What matters is that you would have tried it if you could have. 
You know what I mean? And that to me is the type of argument that I get in because I'm all about the principle. Don't tell me, oh, it's not a big deal. Get over it because it didn't happen. When the bigger picture is that it would have happened if it happened, but because it didn't happen, it didn't happen. But you would have tried it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's hard to explain. But I just always try to make people see the principle in the bigger picture. So I find myself arguing a lot. And I don't mean arguing as in fighting. I just mean arguing as in explaining myself all the time. And I'm so sick of explaining myself all the time. At this point, if you don't see it, if you don't get it, then you just don't see it and you just don't get it. One plus one equals two. And if you don't see that, if you see one plus one equals seven, fine, you're right. One plus one equals seven. I just don't feel like explaining myself anymore. So I don't mean that I fight with people often because I really don't. I never fight with my friends. I never fight with my family. But I get into arguments where I'm just constantly explaining myself. And I'm just, ugh, who has the time effort or energy I really don't anymore I'm over it whatever you say sure sounds great that's just gonna be my mood for 2022 so on to number five of what I am stopping is comparing myself to others this one is major we all do it we can't act like we don't whether it's on a professional level or a personal level or both, it doesn't matter. I compare myself to people all the time. In business, I compare myself to people who are more successful than me, who make more money than I do, who work on more projects than me, like whatever. I look at that. And in my personal life, I look at my age and I look at how many more people are married or have kids or where they're at in their personal life. Maybe they own a house, whatever it is. I just find myself comparing all the time I look at people that are 26 and I see their lifestyle and I'm like wow she's married she has kids she has a house we're just in totally different seasons of life I want to be in that season I it's just it's something that always happens but what I can say about this comparison game is that it has never ever ever helped me it's never ever ever made me feel good about myself So I need to stop doing anything for that matter that will not make me feel good about myself, that will make me feel bad about myself. I have to stop. And I'm always comparing myself to others every single day on some level, even physically, like appearance-wise. I I see these girls on Instagram and TikTok and I I can't even tell you how bad I want a nose job. I don't think I'm going to do it. I really don't think I'm going to do it, but I really, really want one. But do I even want one or is it just that I'm comparing myself to someone who has one and I love hers? You know what I mean? I think of all these things that I see other people have that I'm like, ooh, I probably would look so much better if I got that. It's sad because... We're perfectly fine how we are with our imperfections and with our seasons that we may not be in or may be in whatever. We may be in just places that we didn't think that we would be in at these points of our lives. But regardless, that's how we're meant to be, right? We're meant to look like this. We're meant to be like this. We're meant to have this or not have this. Everything that happens is how it's meant to happen. So we need to just accept that. We need to start accepting that. And stop comparing ourselves to others and thinking what coulda, woulda, shoulda. I shoulda had this. I would have done that. I could have done this. But I will let you guys know if I get myself a nose job. Well, you guys will know. If you follow me, you'll know if I get a nose job. 
but I swear all I want lately is a damn nose job (laughs) I just see all these girls and I'm like shit you look great but yeah even my skin I go through a lot of problems with my skin I have really bad hormonal acne and I may or may not eventually go on Accutane I don't know but I really don't want to go on Accutane but then I'm like I have to because I see everyone with perfect skin and I'm like I want that and it's just genetics it's just my hormones it really has nothing to do with my skincare because I use amazing skincare I see doctors I treat myself I do all of these things and sometimes my skincare does amazing things for me and then sometimes my hormones get the better of me and my skin flares up And it's annoying and it's frustrating, but Accutane is so bad for you. And I'm like, do I need to go on Accutane just because I want to look like that? I don't really think it's worth it because of all the bad side effects. So I don't know. We need to just stop comparing ourselves to others. And then for the last list are the five things that I am going to continue doing. Number one, working hard. Your girl's a hustler. Your girl wants it all. Your girl wants more out of life. I love money. I love success. I love recognition. I love working, more specifically working for myself, having a business, having a podcast, launching another business. I love creating. I love doing all of these things and I'm never going to stop working hard. Even when I go through seasons of slowness more than others, I still love work. It is my biggest passion. I love what I do. I'm so grateful for what I do. I'm so proud of myself for how much I've accomplished, how much I've achieved. No matter how many people told me I wouldn't, no matter how many people still judge me, no matter how many people still are preying on my downfall, no matter how many people still don't think I'm cut out for it, no matter how many people tell me, yeah, this is never going to last. What's your backup plan? What are you going to do? Would you ever change your career? What would you do if this doesn't work out? (laughs) Girl, please, please, I am a hardworking woman and I will always figure it out. I will always be financially stable. I will always be my own boss. I will always have my businesses. Nothing is going anywhere, so keep praying. Keep praying because I'm praying and my prayer is out praying your prayer. My prayer is a whole lot more powerful than your prayer because my prayer is positive and your prayer is negative and... God ain't going to cater to you, sweetie. He's going to cater to my positive ass prayer, okay? Let that be known. So you could pray on my downfall all you want, but I'm thriving. I'm never going to stop thriving. So that leads to my second thing I'm continuing, and that is to find new ways to create more and make more money. Because aside from working hard, I don't want to just work hard on what I currently do. I want to create more. I want to make more money. I want more assets. I want more streams of income. I want more investments. I want more projects. I just want to do so many more things. I want to start and of course finish everything I start, but I want to start all different projects because I realize that there are so many things that I'd love to do and would want to do, but I just haven't done yet. And I'm like, wait, I can create that. I can do that. The world is, what's a saying? The world is your oyster. The world is my oyster. Of course I could start that business too. I could have 10 different businesses if I wanted. But, you know, I I, want to finish everything I start. So I do want to start multiple things. And I want to create more. And I want to make more money. And I never, ever, 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 ever want to stop. The third thing that I'm going to continue is journaling. 
I love journaling. I feel like it just brings me to a place that is really vulnerable and really emotional and really real and really honest and really powerful. I feel like there's so much power in vulnerability and honesty and emotion. And I love journaling. And I I, I don't want to share how I journal because it's very personal. And I think journaling should be very personal to everyone. But for me, it I don't really talk to myself when I'm journaling, which is really important for me. I almost ad- address it as if somebody else is going to read it. And I feel as though that makes it so much more real, which is what makes it so much more powerful. And, you know, I think a lot of people journal to themselves. When, when they journal to themselves, they kind of lie a little bit. They tweak it a little bit. They're like, to future me, you are a badass. You are a billionaire. You're a multimillionaire. You are a rock star. You're this, you're that. You like, they're kind of just like gassing themselves up. And I've done that, of course. And I do that sometimes because it's fun, but it's not real. I think journaling needs to be real. You can't journal this bullshit that you don't even believe about yourself. Half the time people are journaling, I'm a money magnet because of course I've, I've told people to do that and they don't even believe it. Like, do you even think you're a money magnet or are you still hiding your money in your pockets afraid to use it? So, you know, believe what you're journaling. Mean what you're journaling. Be honest, real, and vulnerable because if you are not, if you are just trying to hype yourself up, then you're faking the funk and journaling is not helpful. But I find journaling to be super helpful because... I'm super honest and I'm super real with it. So I love journaling and I need to continue doing that for sure. The fourth thing that I'm going to continue doing, shockingly, is treating myself and investing in myself. I'm never going to stop spoiling myself. I see it. I like it. I want it. I got it. That is just my motto for life. I want to continue doing that because it makes me feel good. I love getting new things and having new things. And what people don't realize is that no, material things don't make you happy. That's not the happiness of life. That's not the meaning of life. I'm not happy because of the things that I have. But it does make me feel good because I can do it. And I like that I can get myself the things that I want. And that I can have the things that I want. Because I was not on the path of this lifestyle three and a half, four years ago. Four years ago, oh my goodness, I cried when I got my first paycheck from my full-time job. Because I thought it was going to be $2,000. I thought it was going to be more than $2,000. And when I got the check, it was like $891 or $791. It was less it was not even nine hundred dollars it was such a small amount of money when I expected tripled the amount and I'll just never forget how depressing that was that I was like I'm not going to be able to travel I'm not going to be able to get myself nice nice things I'm not going to be able to move out I'm not going to be able to get an apartment and I just realized how long it was going to take me in life to be able to live the life that I want and the thing that people don't realize is that it's not the dollar amount it's the ability of what you could do with it 
People always say money doesn't buy happiness. And while that is 100% true, because there are super depressed multimillionaires and billionaires, that's not the point. The point is, is that you can do more things when you have more money. You can afford a bigger and better lifestyle when you have more money. That's not to say that you can't have a good life if you have less money, but just imagine how much bigger and more things you can do, have, be a part of experience when you have more money. And it wasn't until I invested in myself, started my business, and continued to thrive from there that I was able to start to afford more things. And it doesn't only have to mean about me. I was able to gift my parents their flights to Italy. And I love that I was able to do that. Now, if I didn't have the money that I have, if I wasn't in the financial position that I'm in, I would not have been able to do that. So no, it's not just about the luxury of material things, but it's the experiences that you get to have as well and the things that you get to give and do for others as well when you... Treat yourself and invest yourself into things that pay you back. And I just think that people stress so much on like, I don't need more money. Money doesn't buy me happiness. And that's totally fine if that floats your boat. But sorry, the look on my parents' face when I was able to gift them their first class seats to Italy, priceless. I mean, it wasn't priceless, but it was priceless. And I would not have been able to do that if I didn't do these things and invest in myself and all that kind of stuff. So I'm just here for having more, being more, doing more, giving more. And and you can't, I, I love it. I love it. I said this in the money podcast. Good people do good things with money. Bad people do bad things with money. So stop having a bad connotation about around money in general, because that's not it. That is simply not it. Good people will always do good things, whether they are rich or poor. And bad people will always do bad things whether they are rich or poor. So appreciate money more. Love money more. Have a better relationship with money because if you're a good person, you're going to do damn good things with money. And money is not going to necessarily make you happier, but it could get you closer to a life that makes you really damn happy. I'm not going to lie. And the last one on the list, number five of what I am continuing to do in 2022 is to live unapologetically. I am through and through just so unapologetic about who I am, what my standards are, what I value, what I believe in, what my morals are, where I come from, where I'm going, what I like, what I don't like, what I enjoy, what I can't stand what I want to make time for, what I don't want to make time for. I'm so unapologetic about the things I say no to, the things I say yes to, and so on and so forth. And I am going to continue to live life unapologetically because the right people will gravitate and the wrong people will not. And that is totally fine. What do I say, you guys? Because I only want what wants me. And I'm going to continue to live that confident life saying, I don't care if you don't want me. I was not put on this earth to please everybody. I can't. I can only live my true authentic life and be my true authentic self and attract the people that resonate, attract the people that relate, 
attract the people that feel inspired and moved. And that's all I can do. I cannot cater to the people who don't like what I have to say. And I refuse to. I don't fall into this cancel culture. I don't apologize for, oh, this offends me. And, you know, people can't handle what I have to say. And it's like, I don't say shit to offend anybody or to make anybody feel bad. I just call things how they are. So to me, it's just like, if you don't like what I have to say or you don't agree with me, then we don't have to discuss this situation. Those are the things that I am starting, stopping, and continuing. I hope that I offered you some inspo for your lists. I hope you guys really think them out the way I really thought mine out. And I really, really, really look forward to ending this year on a high and starting 2022 on a high. And we only have one more episode of the year with an amazing guest that I'm super excited to bring on. And I can't wait for you guys to hear her. So thank you guys so much for listening to yet again another episode. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe. This is not YouTube. I don't know why I just said that. Be sure to give me five stars, subscribe, and leave a review. That's what I should be saying. And that is all for today. Until next time, girls. 